0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: All offers for the credit.
2: Hour number two at Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from central Arkansas. In a moment, we'll be joined by Trey Biddy of hogsports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. But first, let's talk with Neil from Saracen. Neil, I'm hoping, praying that uh, this nasty weather bypassed Pine Bluff, and we hope everything is is uh, there all okay, but uh, yeah. we have ex- we have experienced obviously some considerable damage here in Central Arkansas. But uh, yeah. we are so glad to have you on. I, I was looking at the um the lines tonight on the women's final four, and yeah. pretty much as expected, I think it's going to be right down to the wire between Virginia Tech. And LSU, with LSU being a two and a half point favorite. But the one that kind of surprised me uh, was South Carolina is favored by 12 and a half over Iowa. Isn't that a little strong? Would you not think, Neil?
3: Yeah, that is a big line, but that South Carolina team is something else. You know, with 14 left, they are still minus 300 to win it all followed by LSU at plus 600. So, yeah, uh, they've just dominated uh, most of their opponents all year long. Uh, they have not lost the game. And, uh, hey, the uh, betting public and the uh, data says 12-and-a-half, and, and that's what we're going with. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's where that one at. So, looking forward to this weekend, uh, the, the opening weekend of baseball. Of course, we got the uh, baseball series with Alabama we're all looking forward to, or we'll be listening to here in a couple of hours, and uh, you've got uh, golf this weekend and everything, but most importantly, tonight, uh, everybody keep an eye on the sky, keep an eye on the weather, stay safe, yeah, we were watching that live that that was developing there in Little Rock, never want to see that, we're in pretty good shape here in uh, Palm Bluff, haven't had anything like that come through, there's a few cells kind of looking like it's going between here and Pond, uh, here in Little Rock this should be over with. So, but anyway, everybody stay safe, have fun. Uh, Good luck on the games this weekend. And uh, if you need us, uh, just tweet us on Matt Saracen on Twitter, and we'll help you out with any problems or any issues that you may encounter. And uh, let's have a good weekend.
2: And be sure to check out the double R prop specials for the Arkansas-Alabama game tonight. Those are up and active, so check those out as well. All right, Neil. Great to hear from you. We will talk with you, uh, I guess, on Tuesday. As Neil, betsaracen.com, or better yet, uh, go to the App Store and download Bet Saracen.
0: Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service 501 562 2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask. For
2: Asher, good afternoon, Mr. Trey Beattie.
4: Yeah, uh, better afternoon for me than people in central Arkansas, mm-hmm. I can say that. Um, yep, that's right. Sorry to hear all, I mean, it's it's always awkward coming on here trying to talk sports after something like that just happens, but uh, my prayers are with everybody there, and luckily my people that I'm close to in Little Rock are, are safe, but um, certainly thinking about those because it doesn't, doesn't look very good down there. And thank
2: you for checking on me as well. I appreciate that and um, there were uh damage right next door to me and uh it easily could have been us but uh we're thankful that it it didn't happen to us we're, We hate that it happened to our neighbor next door, but hopefully again it's not of a of a serious nature um no media access today. Trey, as difficult as it is, yes, to switch gears from uh, all the events that have transpired over the last couple of hours through central Arkansas. No media access today, and I thought it was interesting. They are anticipating running 150-plus plays tomorrow in a closed scrimmage.
4: Yeah, uh Wish I could go. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I could go watch that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it'll be live tackle. They'll do 50 plays with the first group versus uh, the second group, or not just that. But they'll start out with the fir- Each group is going to get about 50 plays. So the ones, twos, and threes will each get about 50 plays. They'll start out with the ones versus the twos, obviously twos versus ones, and then uh, the threes versus threes, and then they'll come back with ones versus ones, twos versus twos, threes versus threes. Uh, then they'll get into situational work. Um, Pittman had mentioned obviously they're going to work on a lot of uh, third down into fourth down situations, playing third down to set up the, going for it on fourth down, which is something that he wants to try to get more confident in. And the only way he knows how to do that is to practice it. That's, I mean, you get better at what you practice, and that's uh, something that he's never really done before, but they're going to. Going to put a big emphasis on that. Um, hopefully, they won't do it too much. But there are instances where you just you don't have much of an option uh, but to do it. And there are other times where you want to roll the dice and keep people on their toes and go for it when they don't think you would go for it. So uh, that's going to be you know part of the emphasis. Uh, obviously, you work uh, tons of other situations. 150 plays. that didn't include you know kicking. They'll they'll do kicking and punting and, and stuff like that. Kicking when they, after they score and stuff. Uh, so. Should be a pretty pretty active lively scrimmage that uh no one will be there to see.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll get some kind of reports, surely,
4: yeah, we'll get some reports They'll Kyle Parkinson usually will send out some information about uh you know big plays who stood out those kind of things It's going to be very broken and incomplete though it's uh you know it's not the same as having like a team of media people there to to track stats and and, and all of that kind of stuff. But um, hopefully we'll find out some some interesting uh, numbers and find out about some of the progress some of the players have, have made, and um, that's about all we can hope for.
2: Let's talk with uh, Uncle D. Uncle D, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Uh, yes, sir. First off, I just want to say I hope everyone's okay in Little Rock. Uh, we're uh, thinking about them and praying for them. But, uh, Trey, I may be a little late on the conversation. I don't know. I just wanted to know what have you seen about the running back position. And also, right quick, Rick, do you know who the uh, starting pitcher will be this evening? And I'll hang up and listen. Thank you,
4: guys.
5: Yeah, Thank you, Uncle Dave. Hall a pitch tonight for Arkansas. Left-hander is 4-0. Mm-hmm.
4: And running back positions in in great shape. I actually spoke with Rocket Sanders a little bit yesterday uh, after practice. And, you know, Rocket's up to 237 pounds, which is a little bit heavier than he wants to be. Uh, But, I mean, he wears five. Cam Ball wears five. There were some people in the video said for a second I Hmm. thought Rocket was Cam Ball. He's not that big. But um, he's he's definitely... um, He's definitely bigger than he was last year. He was about 227 last year, 237 right now. You know, I think 230, 235 is, you know, maybe where he's he's aiming at. I would say probably 230 be a good weight for him. You don't want to lose any of that speed. You want to still move like a rocket. Obviously, live up to the nickname. Hmm. You don't want to be called Rocket and have it be ironic. Hmm. You know, <laughs> you want it you want it to be fitting as a nickname. So but uh, trade 230 sounds big. Yeah, I mean he was 227 last year though. Okay. So okay. he's he's always carried a good bit, but uh, 237 feels that seems like a little bit too much to me. I just have memories going back to Cedric Cobb's after mm-hmm. he had that great freshman year and packed on all that weight, and I remember the article. He said he wanted to run a 43 and weigh 245, and I was just thinking what that doesn't <laughs> that's not going to happen and uh... of course it was it was not the best move for him there was a period there when arkansas i don't know um uh, back when Houston, uh, Don Decker was strength coach, they were trying to get the running backs huge for some reason. I remember Darius Howard got really big. Cedric Cobbs got really big. Uh, I don't know why that was, but they stopped doing it, obviously, eventually. When Darryl McFadden came along, they were just like, don't mess with him too much. <laughs> you know, just, and he stayed pretty much 212 his whole career at Arkansas. Uh, but yeah, the running back position is obviously in good shape. They got everybody back um, who was uh, notable last year. Um, Brockett Sanders obviously ran for over 1,400 yards. Um, Rashad DeBinion's back. A.J. Green's back. Both those guys have kind of bounced back and forth with the second group. And hopefully at some point we'll get Dominic Johnson back out there. Um, you know, certainly pulling for that guy after two ACLs. Isaiah Agustave's coming in from the freshman class, excuse me. Um, and he was a, a four-star recruit. So, you know, when you look at it on paper, running back's pretty, pretty good-looking unit now. They'll have... Some new offensive linemen to run around. They'll have some new tricks they've got to learn. You know, we'll see K.J. Jefferson line up under center more. That means that's going to, you know, change some things for the running backs also. Uh, And new offensive linemen in front of them, too, although I think they've recruited really well in the offensive line. I think they'll be okay there. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, when you look at it on paper, like you're breaking down, you know, which group looks the best here or there. I mean, really, running back, you look at it, too, you know, on paper, cornerback, I know I'm I'm going off on something else, but cornerback is, uh, I mean, think about cornerback right now, just on paper, you've got Quincy McAdoo, who was a four-star recruit, Dwight McLaughlin, who was a four-star recruit, Lorando Johnson, who was a four-star recruit, Jalen Braxton, who was a four-star recruit, and coming in is Jaheim Singletary, who was a five-star recruit. The only guy out of the six if you include Singletary who've been working at cornerback who are scholarship players um, because you have some others that are listed at cornerback, Jalen Lewis who's playing nickel, Dallas Young playing Nickel, so on and so forth. But at the the six guys that are projected to line up at cornerback, five of them are four star recruits or better. And the only guy that's not included is Ladarius Bishop. And he was a four star recruit by one of the uh of the three major recruiting services at the time, but it uh, wasn't a composite four-star. Uh, so, I mean, on paper, cornerback's looking pretty good, too. So, you know, you might say on offense, running back, and on defense, cornerback, probably on paper at least, uh, looking the best, although you'd probably say running back's a little bit more proven. This
2: from our Asher record service company, live feed feedback. I, I don't know if this is the case or not, so I'm just going to go ahead and ask it. Carlos says, someone told me that the South Carolina women's basketball team sometimes beats the South Carolina men's basketball no. team. Is that true?
4: That's not. Uh, I don't know any facts on that, but that's not true.
5: Well, we don't even know if they scrimmage each other, so we, we don't know. South Carolina's women's team is the best in the country. We'll check them tonight yeah. when they play Iowa, but it still, it would be difficult for them to beat a good men's team.
4: If the if the South Carolina women's team beats the men's team, then I'm I'm quitting.
2: <laughs> i feel
4: that confident.
5: Huh.
2: Well, in a
4: real competitive in a real competitive game.
2: Uh, that would be unfair to any other women's team. On the other hand, trying to compete against a team that has that kind of capability, you know, to be very difficult. In fact, we were we were looking, Trey. Uh, or talking a few moments ago with uh, Neil. South Carolina's favored by twelve and a half tonight over. Wow. Uh, I mean, South, that Carolina is the, I mean Iowa's
4: South Carolina. I mean, I was really, really basketball good. Basketball is the cream of the crop. Yeah, I mean, it's, they're they're that good. There's just nobody, but there are upsets all the time. I can remember uh, was it Mississippi State beat uh, UConn when yeah. UConn was. I, mean, I think UConn earlier in the year had beat them by like. 30 or something, like something ridiculous, and they beat them in the championship game. That's
5: correct. No, they beat them in the semifinals. Semifinals, And then then they lost in the championship game,
4: yeah. Yep.
5: I
2: am communicating right now with Bart, Bart Reed, who's scheduled to come in, or come on next. He said, I am taking cover, we're in a big tornado warning right now. Wow. Golf ball size hail is oh falling. Gosh. And I'm thinking Bart is near the, um, or in the Sheridan area. So...
4: Yep. Bart's from Sheridan. Oh. He and I grew up together.
5: Mm. I
2: hate I hail. That, Randy. He's a year younger Lord. than
4: I am.
5: <laughs> Tornadoes are no good, but hail. I just hate hail. It does way too much damage.
2: If it's yep. golf ball, that's, that's going to destroy oh some cars. Gosh. Yeah. Let's talk with uh, Kevin. Kevin, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, I was wondering where he ranks our running backs in the SEC this year and uh, how he thinks our new offensive coordinator is going to change things around. Now, I am listening.
4: Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, running back, that would be a tough ranking. I mean, it's hard for me to know exactly right now. You know, without diving into it, what an entire room for an opponent looks like. I mean, Quinshawn Judkins at Ole Miss, you know, is probably going to be a preseason first team pick. Uh, Rocket may be also. Uh, You know, those guys were 1-2 in the the SEC in rushing. Um, As far as an entire room, that might be tough. I mean, I I would assume Alabama and Georgia are going to have running back rooms that are going to compete with anybody in the country, you know, pretty much every single year. Um, but Arkansas, is, I mean, right? At, you got a guy like Rocket Sanders who can go for 1,400 yards when he's healthy. I mean, that's that's a pretty solid back. Uh, so they're going to be up there, definitely, no question. In you know the upper quarter, probably of the SEC. Um, as far as Danny O'S's offense, it was something we talked about, you know, a good bit yesterday with Brady Latham and and Rocket. Uh, you know, uh, just about. What what is different and you know there's terminology and there's you know they didn't go into a whole lot of detail on some of the nuances that are a little bit different that you know maybe you know still running you know inside zone but you know s- just some nuances that are differences some some things that you know most of us wouldn't wouldn't even really notice uh, tempo wise they're going to go fast they'll go slow they'll even huddle sometimes they'll line you know KJ Jefferson for the most part he's going to be in shotgun. But on occasion, he will line up under center. That's something that I mean we very rarely saw K.J. Jefferson line up under center, maybe in a, a short yardage situation here and there. Even then, it was very, um, very infrequent. Uh, I think we'll see it, you know, maybe every game this year. I think a, that's a possibility. Uh, I don't recall many two tight end sets. Maybe at the goal line, they ran some two tight sets. I don't recall them doing that much at all last year. Uh, the first set that I saw them come out in when spring football started uh, was two tight ends, 12 personnel. I also saw them recently uh, running 20 personnel with two running backs and three wide receivers, no tight ends. Um, I've seen them run two running backs in the backfield uh, with a tight end also, you know, 21 personnel. Uh, we didn't see that until the Liberty Bowl last year, uh, you know. Ever under Sam Pittman, I don't remember two running backs until the Liberty Bowl, and they've done that quite a bit also. So, uh, you know, something that Enos has, you know, developed a reputation for is building things around the the players that he has. I think that's one reason you see Arkansas target a lot of different types of quarterbacks, a lot of different styles, some guys that can run, some guys that. You know, are okay at both, and some guys that, you know, maybe just more of of pocket passer, because he can cater the offense um, around uh, his personnel, and so that's something I think that we'll we'll see different. But I think what most people will notice maybe is, you know, the last two offensive coordinators at Arkansas wanted to go fast. So obviously, browse did it a lot better than Chad Morris did, uh, but with Enos, they'll want to go fast, but they'll You know, playing with tempo doesn't just mean you're playing fast. You can have a slow tempo. Um, But I think that's what you'll see is is sometimes they they hurry and sometimes they don't. One of the things that always bugged me a little bit, and it's not just Kendall Browse's offense, it's anybody who runs that, you know, up-tempo offense, when you have a big player, you get a first down, you run to the line of scrimmage as fast as you can. You snap the ball and hand it off to the running back, and everybody knows (laughs) it's coming, and it gets Mm -hmm. one or two yards, it gets stuffed to the line of scrimmage, and it's like every single time you get a first down, that's the next play that's coming. Yep, you're right. The defense knows it's coming. Everybody in the stands knows it's coming. The yep. trick of it is to line up faster before they can prepare for it, and you mm-hmm. and you run the play.
5: And it never uh, works. So I
4: hope that that play is going by the wayside with Danny nose.
5: I agree. It never works. Usually loses a yard. Yeah,
4: yeah, never. I don't. I don't know why it's so popular, but it, it happens every
2: time. Trey, is this the Maryland influence? Is this the Alabama influence? Is this a combination of Alabama and Maryland uh, seeing these different things now from Dan Enos?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think you you just you evolve if you're good at your job. Uh, you know, I can think of uh, when Bobby Petrino came to Fayetteville and they ran that play, and everybody was like, "That's the Cowboy Go Get It play." Um, so I went back and looked at the Cowboy Go Get It play when he ran it at Arkansas, completely different formation. Casey Dick was under center. You know, he wasn't in the shotgun, Um, but it was the same, you know, concepts. It was just completely um, structured differently. And with Enos, he's not going to run the same offense that he ran when he was at Arkansas, but he has definitely elements of that, Uh, you know, and he's been since Arkansas, he was at Alabama and then Miami and then Cincinnati and then Maryland. So he's been a lot of different places and probably picked up a lot of different things. I mean, the guy's been coaching for 32 years or something. I mean, he's he's been around the block and uh, was a former quarterback himself at Michigan State. So, I, you know, he's been able to uh, to draw a lot from a lot of different people. And you know, you always keep up with trends and and your offense just evolves over time. So the offense that people saw when he was here before isn't the same offense that he's going to be running at Arkansas, although that offense, especially the 2015 offense, was pretty darn good. I mean, Brandon Allen still holds the record for passing efficiency. I mean, he had a couple of six-touchdown game. I know he had a seven-touchdown game. I mean, um, you know, Brandon Allen was, was pretty prolific, and, and probably... One reason that he ended up in the NFL is because of Danny Enos. Hmm. Interesting.
2: Uh, let's see. Butch says, real quick, Trey, what's your take on the Hogs this fall? We know o ov- better overall than the meaning thing in uh, regards to wins and losses.
4: Arkansas has to be better on third downs, fourth down conversions. I mean, how many times do we see them just get stuffed on third down goal line? You know, those are the. Those are the things where they have to be better. Be better at punting. I mean, so many of these games in the SEC come down to, you know, just a few plays here and there, Fence just Brokers a few points. Fence, Enjoy your yeah, weekend, Drake. Didn't, didn't a win a lot of those. She joins Morning Mayhem every Tuesday on 1037 The
0: Buzz. Brokers going the extra mile. After 60 years, it's their last tour. BOJ's last stop on the Love Train Tour. Saturday, April 8th in the theater at Simmons Bank Arena. With special guests, the Spinners, Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, Grammy Hall of Famers, and Philadelphia Soul Icons. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. BOJ's last stop on the Love Train Tour.
6: Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Tour right here in Sherwood. Well, you know everybody's talking about high prices on automobiles, but I've got some great news we have huge discounts on our most popular models. How about this? $10,000 off on Ram Bighorn Crew Cab 4x2s. And we have a beautiful lifted Bighorn Crew Cab 4x4 that's also discounted $10,000. We've got a huge selection of Jeep Gladiators for $6,000 off. You'll save up to $6,000 on the brand new Grand Cherokee Laredo 4x4 at Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood. Folks, that's the hottest selling model. But I hope you get this message. We have a huge huge inventory of new units and we have our famous green tag prices clearly marked on the windshield. The green tag is the lowest price. No tricks, no gimmicks. Everyone gets the green tag price. You know we have three Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram stores, so we have a big selection. Come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road or you can shop us online at FletcherDeals.com.
7: Roger
2: Scott for Gravely Moors. Working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed free and beautiful. By working hard, I mean of course I'm watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good Folks, hello. Well, hello. After enough right there, my good man, pay attention. You missed a spot. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own Gravely Moor home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right. 0% interest on both residential and commercial mower. Now, Bradley, tell them where you can go get your very own Gravely mower. Well, you can. I'll finish it for you at Chapel Hardware in Palm Bluff or Hoco Turf in Rowland.
8: Stop by Henard Foothills Equipment in Searcy and check out Arkansas's very own Spartan zero-turn mowers manufactured in Batesville. And if you're a fan of quality, look no further. Henard's carries still handheld equipment. Henard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live, 501-268-1987.
1: Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start.
0: Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV?
1: What? No way, dude.
0: Like that flat screen TV that
1: just got stolen. See agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot,
4: or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. So, you're in the market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower, all four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine.
0: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation
2: of the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we will hear from the weather giant. He's got some information about some uh, impending storms. But first, I want to talk to you about the Riverfront Steakhouse. I do want to tell you this is the hottest deal around. It is the two for $60 deal. Now, when I say two for 60 that's you and another person and this is what you're going to get. It starts It starts with the Riverfront Salad Bar. And this has over 30 items, including baby shrimp, pastas, and then all the fresh veggies and salad toppings. Then you get to the main menu. And that is the Riverfront 10-ounce filet plus four of the hand-sized jumbo fried shrimp that I think Frank goes out and catches by himself and these combined with some Worcestershire sauce it's the best, it is the best and then you can share two other side items when I have a filet I've got to have a baked potato, that's automatic with all the trimmings but that's just one of your options you can go hibachi fried rice, onion rings mashed potatoes spinach supreme, french fries, zucchini, sautéed mushrooms, and the famous riverfront baked potato. All that for $60. Try to beat that deal. Try to. I challenge you. you can't. So, make your reservation for tonight or tomorrow night. Call William or Shapur, 371-9000. The Riverfront Steakhouse, the Dinner for Two for 60 bucks. Wyndham Hotel. Line them up. It is the best out there. All right. If you would, Damon, update us on the latest information. Whoop, 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 whoop. Let me turn you on. Far right. Now,
6: do that. Okay, how's this? Let's go. All right until 5:45, east central grant county and northwestern grant or jefferson county excuse me remains under a tornado warning we were talking a little bit earlier at least randy was about bart reed reporting what very large hail and a tornado nearby uh... this cell has moved to the east and apparently has put uh, pine bluff whitehall war britain sheridan redfield the arsenal, and those areas under a a tornado warning until 545 this afternoon. If you're down in that area, take cover. Be prepared for very large hail, and uh, keep tuned, and we'll let you know what happens as it develops. All right,
2: Bart, call in. There you go. I think that's him right there. And, um, in fact, let's just go right to him if he's there if he's ready there we go good afternoon mr bart reed let me do this it is now appropriate (laughs) Are you gentlemen. safe at the moment? Let's ask that, because if you need to head to shelter, please tell us, and uh, hey, we I'm, certainly want I'm you great. safe.
8: Okay. I'm great. As long as you don't mind a little bit of echo, I'm in the bathroom taking cover, but I am safe.
2: What is your current conditions?
8: Well, it's a lot of rain, and we just had what looks to be a little under golf, golf ball size hail, and it's doing a little flash flooding so the sirens were just going off so i think uh everything's fine except my dogs which will not stop barking so i apologize <laughs> for that too randy.
2: we can live with that all right we can okay. we can live yeah. with that yeah yes sir well Bart, well,
8: randy i've been thinking about rick all is i'm 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 hoping that florida atlantic <laughs> does not win the national championship as rick last time i was on said they had no chance to win, so I've been keeping my fingers crossed for him.
5: <laughs> well, I don't think anybody's going to assault me if they do. It's okay, but, no. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I also didn't think Connecticut would beat um, either Gonzaga or UCLA if they got past Arkansas, So, you know, right. and, now, and now they're the prohibited favorites. So, uh, th- this is a tournament where you, anything you say, you can just throw out the window. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah
8: it is. This is probably the most unique Final Four I've seen when you look at the makeup of, I mean, I can't remember what they were saying, the statistics, but Miami actually did away with their basketball program, I think in 71 or something, like, it's just, when you look at it, it's never been a situation where you have no number one made the Elite Eight this year, which is just, you know, it's just hard to believe, and then any one of these teams, I think UConn has been hot, they're Obviously, everybody's given them the title already, but Miami is a really good basketball team. San Diego State's a really good basketball team. The Florida Atlantic's a really good basketball team. So I think it's a toss-up, really. Even though UConn would have to be the favorite.
5: Yeah, they would. Yeah, Miami had Rick Barry, who was a superstar in the late '60s, and then a few years later they didn't have basketball. So they've yes. come. They've come a long way. Yes.
2: All right, Bart. Let's turn our attention locally. Now, if if something has happened within the last, I don't know, X number of minutes, then I'm not aware of it. But I think everyone expected the announcement that came forth uh, actually in the a.m. yesterday, and that was that Nick Smith Jr. was going to opt for the NBA draft. And then in the afternoon, you sort of had a a, uh, canceling effect, if you will when Trevin Brazil said he's returning to Arkansas. So you lost one, but you maintained Brazil, who I think is a huge piece going forward for Arkansas basketball. And I guess the next up would be, in this case, Anthony Black. Is it is it to you just a matter of time before Anthony announces he's moving on to the NBA?
8: Yeah, so I, I, without saying too much, I had a chance to to talk to, to Nick Smith Sr. a little bit. I, I really think that Anthony Black's leaning towards going to the draft without saying too much. I think he's evaluating his options. I certainly think there's a chance he could return, but I think he has to look at it that his stock is really high, according to a lot of NBA executives, GMs. They really like what he brings to the table. Guys, big guards in the NBA can almost pass their way out of trouble. And we saw it with Ben Simmons for a number of years. He had no jump shot, but he could drive and get in the lane. He was so tall at six eight, six nine, you elevate over smaller guards, if you get stuck in the paint, you just throw the ball back out. And so that and Anthony Black's ability to defend multiple spots really puts him at a high NBA commodity, potentially a top ten pick. So I think while he's doing his research, if he's anywhere in the top 15, he gets the feedback. I think he leaves. I think it's a no-brainer for him, but Trayvon Brazil coming back, Randy Rick, that's a big one because I think he would have left had he been healthy this year, so I think that's yeah. a big bonus for the Arkansas Razorback.
5: I, I'm surprised to hear that Anthony Black is even considering coming back. Uh, I, think, I think he enjoyed the year. I think he yeah. valued being a Razorback, and and, you know, one thing about it is once you leave, you can never get that back again. Uh, you can yeah. get traded in the NBA and do different cities and different teams and win different titles, but you can't get the college experience back again. Uh, but I'm, I'm just – I can't I'm even hardly believe what you just said.
8: Huh. I think you love playing college basketball. I, I, listen, this, that happens to players sometimes. They just love, like you said, Rick, the overall – College experience, and he seemed to really embrace that. Like I, I, I really thought him and Devo, you can tell, just really thrive on that college experience, the the fan notoriety, the the being that somebody on campus. Like I think he really enjoyed his season. Uh, but you know, as things evaluate, obviously you have to look at it. If he drops back, and somehow he would, for whatever reason, would drop back outside of the top fifteen. Now, I mean He's thinking probably with the NIL, if he came back for another year,
1: mm-hmm. he can
8: make a little bit of money, not near as much as he would make in the league, but certainly I think he really enjoyed the college basketball, just the overall experience. So I think it's probably a small factor, but it is a factor he's thinking about coming back.
5: That's really good. I mean, it's been a long time ago, but I remember when Corliss and Scotty left after their junior years, And I think I saw Corliss a year later. Scotty was off playing in Europe. I'm not sure how long before I saw him again. And Corliss made it very, he said, point blank. College basketball was a lot more fun than the pros. And he said, you know, hey, yeah, they pay you and all that kind of stuff. But he said, and I'm not sure he regretted, but I think he slightly did regret not coming back for his last year because he so enjoyed the college experience. Well, now you you got the, the one and dones. They don't really they, they get a year of it, but they don't really get the full uh, scope yeah. of being a college student because even as freshmen, they're f- focusing on being uh, at the next level. That's right.
8: That's right. And Isaiah Jones put it to me this way. Of course, this, this is the way you have to look at it. It's like any college kid that you have just in regular classes, don't be in such a hurry to go to work because once you start working, mm. you never end. Yeah.
1: And
5: yeah.
8: it's the same in the NBA. They do make money that. It's a grind, guys, and it's a grind if you're not, especially if you're not in a starting spot and you're fighting for minutes, it can be a really big grind. So, you're right, there's something to be said for enjoying youth while that youth experience is there certainly carries value, I think.
5: Well, the other thing you have to consider is you're not only leaving uh, the, the college environment, you're going into an environment of of guys. Maybe maybe you get on a team and you got a bunch of 28 to 32 year olds who've kind of been around sure. the block, and sure. you may not relate too much to their lifestyle. <laughs> it's, That's it's, right.
7: That's it's right. All, all,
5: you know, m- money is not uh, it's you know the, it's not the root of all evil. It's the love of money that is. But you know, it's not the answer to everything.
8: No, it's not. I think in Anthony Black's case, and this is nitpicking, I, I felt like from a maturity standpoint, you know, he did a lot of talking on the court, he did a yeah. lot of complaining with referees and stuff. There could be an opportunity for a little bit of maturity. And that's the one thing yeah. that you'll hear assistant GMs talk about can he handle this and can he handle that? And that would be the one doc that they'll really dive deep in interviews if he does and see where his maturity level is. And certainly, look, who can blame his 18-year-old kid? Sure. Everybody has maturing to do, but That's certainly right. that would be, I think, the one thing that would throw up a red flag potentially to an NBA organization.
5: I thought Nick Smith Jr. made a, an interesting comment. I think it was after the game, uh, the Connecticut game, when they were talking to him, and he was talking about the ups and downs he went through, and I guess he's turned 19, and he said, yep. I'm just a 19-year-old guy. <laughs> and he says, you all have been yeah. 19-year-olds at one time, and we tend to forget that sometimes, don't we? Yeah.
8: They're one year away from being in the house with their mom and parents doing a lot of stuff. Absolutely. These are not grown-ups. These are kids.
2: They're kids with right. grown-up
8: responsibility and expectations.
2: All right. Hang on, Bart. we got one more segment with you. That is Bart Reed. Pure sweat basketball skills. Thanks to Martin Orthopedics. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue.
6: Hey,
8: Arkansas fans, listen for Peyton Stovall Mondays on Out of Bounds this baseball season. Thanks to A-State Construction in Sheridan, building new homes in central Arkansas for over 18 years.
7: Nancy Holt is from Oaklawn Park giving you my best bet of the day. Don't miss live thoroughbred racing this week at Oaklawn Park in Hot Springs. Come out March 30th for the last Thursday of live racing this season. Free parking, free programs, and dollar hot dogs. And don't miss out on the biggest party in Arkansas on Saturday, April 1st. All eyes will be on Oaklawn as we run four stakes, including the Grade 1 Arkansas Derby. The best three-year-olds in the country not only compete for a purse of one and a quarter million dollars, but a guaranteed spot on the starting gate for the Kentucky Derby. First post every day is 12 30, with doors opening at 11, including Arkansas Derby Day. You can watch and wager on Oakland or any track with OaklawnAnywhere.com or Bet.Oaklawn.com. New members can earn up to a $150 sign up bonus by using promo code KABZ23. I'll see you in the winner's circle.
0: Hurry in for our best deals at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Then get away to someplace fun, like jet skiing in Key West. Woo-hoo! It's your journey.
8: Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Going on now. Now get 0% APR, zero payments for 90 days, and 500 bonus cash on select vehicles. Hurry to your local Hyundai dealer. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. For well-qualified buyers only. Offer ends 4323. Call 1-562-314-4603 for complete offer details.
0: It's the Grand Opening Extravaganza Saturday at Luxury Pool and Spa at their new location on Stanford Road in Conway. Stop by from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Saturday during the Grand Opening and register to win a Pentair salt system, in-ground pool cleaner, or a Pentair variable speed pump. Luxury Pool and Spa will also have 20% off pool and spa chemicals along with 15% off accessories and toys. Food and fun Saturday night at 2 during the grand opening of Luxury Pool and Spa on Stanford Road in Conway. Online at luxurypoolarkansas.com. Live the life of luxury with Luxury Pool and Spa.
7: Max Perry Wings and Stuttgart has always been your Winchester ammo headquarters. Not only for the best prices, but now for a limited time
8: only, earn a 20% off rebate through April 30th on the ever-popular Winchester Target full metal jacket rifle products in 556, 300 Blackout, 223, 65 Creedmoor, 350 Legend, and 762 by 51. Maximum rebate of $75 per household. So go to Max Prairie Wings for a huge selection of Winchester Target Loads pistol and rifle ammo. Or click MaxPW.com and have it delivered to your home. Free shipping on orders over $99.
5: With a schedule like mine, I don't always have time to run into a store for things I need. Greenway makes it easy to order equipment, parts, John Deere apparel, and even toys for my kids. And I have 24-7 access to Greenway's dealership, right at my fingertips. That's why I shop online at gogreenway.com.
0: Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion
2: on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by Bart Reed. Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks again to Martin Orthopedics. Looking for a great place to work? Go to doublebees.com and apply online. Now, we talk about food options a lot on this program. I got to tell you two of the great options.
1: Service in Little Rock has issued a tornado warning for Southern Prairie County in Central Arkansas, Southeastern Lone Oak County in Central Arkansas, North Central Jefferson County in Southeastern Arkansas, Northwestern Arkansas, County in Southeastern Arkansas, until 6.15 p.m. at 5.48 p.m. A severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado was located over Alzheimer, or 11 miles northeast of Pine Bluff, moving east at 55 miles per hour. Hazard, tornado and quarter-size hail. Source, radar-indicated rotation. Impact, flying debris will be dangerous to those caught without shelter. Mobile homes will be damaged or destroyed. Damage to roofs, windows, and vehicles will occur. Tree damage is likely. Locations impacted include Stuttgart, Alfheimer, Humphrey, Brummet, Warbacca, Main, Rob Roy, by Media
0: State Game Area. Fellowship trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care.
2: Now, here's Bart. Well, Bart, a couple of other names that uh, I want to talk about, and granted, We hope he returns. I think he does return. Have you heard any updates on Devo Davis?
8: I think he returns, but I certainly think that there is, as I've said this numerous times, there is a lot of interest in Devo at the next level. I think he's going to do his due diligence and take the opportunities afforded to see what his overall grade is coming back from the NBA. So I think it's a toss-up. I'm, I'm really leaning. If I had to pick, I'd think it's 70-30 that he comes back. But I do think we maintain that 30% possibility that he could leave because of his defensive ability. I think Devo Davis is one of those guys and he knows this that he's gotten better every single year. And I think if he can turn on what he does at the end of the season, at the start of the season, I think that would pave his way possibly next year of leaving and being a higher draft pick. So, I haven't heard any exact details, but I do know he's going to do his due diligence to see where he stands in the NBA. This right now might not be a bad draft for some of these borderline players to come out, certainly because of the talent's always there, but per position, you have to look at it and really kind of graded out that way. But I do think Devo comes back, but he's going to explore all his options as well.
5: About Ricky Council,
8: <clears throat> I this is one player I have no insight on. I, I hope he comes back because I don't think he's an NBA type player. I think his shot is a little bit too suspect. And I talked to one of my friends last week in the NBA, and they just don't love how he kind of gets in isolation. He doesn't kind of fluidly really create his own shot in a half court setting. So I hope he comes back for his day because I think he will be someone that in a workout setting will drop in the draft. So I hope he comes back, Rick. I really do. Hmm.
2: Well, this is based upon his postgame comments, and I'm talking about Jordan Walsh. It sure sounded like he has a game plan from Coach Muss on things that he must work on improve upon it sounds like he is returning but yeah. it's not definitive at this moment on the other hand
8: right and this is the one thing guys you just don't know what these guys are really going to do but i can tell you that jordan walsh is well aware this is a really insightful young man he knows his deficiencies that he has to work on it look it's not knocking the kid. Every, all these players have deficiencies they have to work on. It's the whole name of the game. Mm-hmm. But I think he's another guy that really enjoys the college experience. He knows Coach Muzz. This is one thing that I think Coach Musselman gets doesn't get quite enough credit for. Because of his NBA experience, he can look at these kids and give them a real honest assess, assessment of where they are, where they need to be, current level in the draft, current coaches, what co- feedback. So he's doing a really great job of that. I do anticipate with about 99% certainty that Jordan Walsh is coming back to college. And that's a great thing, because I think he's a guy you can really build around.
2: Alright, this from our Asher Record Service company, Live in Feedback. Razorback Ben says, can Bart tell us which of the freshmen coming in will have the most impact?
8: Well, Rick, Randy, I want to say fall, but this is the one thing, and Randy, we, me and you talk about this a lot. It's 6'10", 205. And the physicality of the SEC,
1: mm-hmm. as
8: gifted as this young man is, he is really slight upper body and slight mm-hmm. lower body and mm-hmm. slight through the shoulder. So you look at Leighton Blocker, that six two one eighty, 180, and just compare the two, Just and that'll kind of let you know where the physicality standpoint is. I think Leighton Blocker is a ready-to-plug-and-play power-five type of point guard. Like a window green and Auburn, he's got that type of ability. So I think Laden blocker immediately. I think Fall once he gets in there and puts on some weight and gets used to the physicality. I mean guys, you know this. The difference between two oh five and two twenty five, that's a that's nine day difference for a guy banging on the inside. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he can and two twenty five would be light. Two oh five at six ten is really slight. So I think both of them are going to be great players, but I think Leighton Blocker just based on his body and his physicality.
5: You know, when you think about that and you think about the way college basketball is today and a five-star is a one-and-done, it sounds like Fall is one of those guys that you think, look, you need to be here at least two years before you even think about the NBA. Am I correct?
8: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's why the foundation, Rick, is so great. You You get Trayvon Brazil back. Jordan Walsh comes back. Devo comes back. You've got these two incoming freshmen. I certainly think Leighton Blocker is a two- to three-year guy. You've got a really great foundation of not just young, really talented players, but guys that can stay in the program and we can build a little bit. So I think it's a relief that we're not turning our entire roster over like we did last year because I think we both, all three of us knew there were going to be problems with that. So this, I think, is, could be the Razorbacks' best year in terms of just being able to get talented players back and get them in the system.
2: Hmm. But, Bart, is one of the critical issues actually, though, being addressed, and that is a better shooting basketball team? I mean, I don't think of, of being a pure scorer in lane Blocker, Bay uh, fall i don't think of him as being you know this uh, uh shooting machine yeah is arkansas are they going to address the fact they need shooters
8: well it does appear that they've addressed it by the scholarships that they've given now if you get people that leave who they bring in that I would think that that would be top priority. But let's say this, Randy. I think Trayvon Brazil coming back. Let's don't forget he was our best three point shooter before he got hurt. Statistically, I mean he's a he's a great shooter. I think this is where Debo has gotten so much better. Even though he's a better mid range shooter, if he can start getting some consistency with his three point shot, and I think Joseph Pinion finds himself in the lineup next year because he's going to get bigger, stronger, faster, and he can certainly shoot the basketball. So I think Coach Musselman feels like he can get better shooting with the current crop of talent that he has. I think Jordan Walsh's shot gets a little bit better, not necessarily from three-point range, but, Randy, we had trouble hitting deep mid-range shots Mm -hmm. uncontested throughout the year. So... Just shooting, period, not just three-point shot, as you bring up, is important. So I think he thinks this is a better shooting team anyway by default, just from getting better and more reps.
2: Bart, we are out of time. Thank you, my friend. By the way, this is from Woodstock. He is saying that when when Arkansas in the high school got hit this afternoon with a tornado, oh, it's pretty bad. Oh, I hate it. Up next, Arkansas Razorback Baseball. Have a great weekend. Board so long everybody.
5: Fellowship trained physicians at Martin Orthopedics provide complete care for students, adults, and athletes. At Martin Orthopedics, the surgeons and staff pay exceptional attention to every patient's needs. When you go to Martin Orthopedics, every member of the team aims to help patients return to their normal daily activities or playing the sport they love without pain. Whether it's your knee, hip, or shoulder,